Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of me, myself and 40k with me, your host, Inquisitor Archer, known on the internet. As the title suggests, episode 36, that's come a long way, is my journey to the Warhammer world. And obviously it's me, my journey with a friend who took me to go to Nottingham and actually experience Warhammer world for the first time. Also in the updates, I'll be going over my thoughts on the new 10th edition and all the information and the rules that Warhammer have given us so far and how it's affected my armies in particular but not least is the most important part of the episode i think is the quizzes with the misses where we test amber's knowledge on the 40k universe what more could you want in an episode thank you very much for listening and we'll move on Okay, everyone, it's that time. It's the updates. So we follow the updates from sort of Warhammer itself, what sort of news they've come out. Obviously, by the time obviously this is recorded, it might be a little bit old, but obviously as of now, when I'm recording it, it is obviously brand new in the last sort of week or so that they've given us new rules and obviously new sort of models and things. This episode, we're going to look at all the rules that Games Workshop have kind of been dropping for us because in the last sort of few days and week, they've dropped all the indexes now for all the armies, all the factions in Warhammer for the new 10th edition, including obviously the new rules, the, the free rules, obviously the points costs and a few other things as well. So like something else, which they to clarify rules and things. I can't remember the title of the actual document is called, but it is the also, I think it was just a few days ago, might have just been yesterday actually, that they actually dropped the rules for the forces for all the combat patrol boxes that they have, which they kind of brought out, I think, in ninth edition. So obviously you have an army in a box and obviously all the rules that are there just for those units that you can build and obviously play straight away. It's kind of Games Workshop's way of saying like, oh, here's a box of an army, build it, and then here are the rules so you don't need to look anywhere else. However, there are some... Let's say complications in all this hoo-ha. Now, I've already seen, obviously, people on YouTube who have said, like, why have they done this, why have they done that? And we're going to get to that. I'm, I've, I've got a few, well, I have quite a lot of issues that GW have kind of done with the rules. Some things are good. I mean, not saying, like, it's all bad. Majority of it is pretty good. And obviously, the way they've simplified, air quotes, the rules... In some areas, it's it's a good it's a good way they've done it, and on the other side of it, it's completely it's well, it's just completely shit. Basically, they just they've just took the essence out of certain units or certain armies, and it's just kind of like, why have you done that? Okay, you made simplified, but really, you you have just made it simple. The word that you don't want to use, which you are using because you are oh, just stupid. Anyway. What we're going to do is we're going to look at a few armies, and yes, they're going to be my armies that I collect. So it'll be Death Watch and Sisters of Battle. I did try and go over quickly the. I might even go try and go quickly over the a Death Guard as well. I have a small faction of Death Guard, but to be fair, if I'm a rightly, I didn't make too many notes over those because some of them, the Death Guard, are actually yeah, they're okay. I think the only thing that really was follow was like the army ride rule, where it's like, oh, we have sticky objectives. Like, okay, great, that's fantastic. Right, jumping in, I understand that Warhammer have to cater for a, a lot of people, including obviously tournament players, narrative players, you know, all across the board, all over the world, and how people play. But at the end of the day, the way I see it is like, it's like D&D or Dungeons & Dragons. It's like, even in Dungeons & Dragons, they have first page on their rule book, on the player book. So when you play a book, when you create your own character, and it says, these rules are only here for basically how how much rules you want you can change them as much as you want you can you don't have to like use every specific rule you know there are some rules lawyers out there you know i'm sure people who play dnd know that rules lawyers i've come across you know many rules lawyers over my dnd time and they're just boring and it's just comes to a point where it's the same for warhammer 40k it was like well i'm playing a game that i want to play why don't you just twist the rules you know you know with your friends or you know whoever and say well we're not going to we're not going to use this rule or this rule is going to is going to be this instead and i don't see why that can't be the issue that can't be the problem because it can't be i mean what are they going to do they're going to come down to my house and say oh you're using the rules wrong i'll just probably say to them 
piss off in their face and <laughs> be like, you know, come and join me. Maybe we're going to have a, you know, match together, but we're going to use my rules, not your rules. <laughs> it's well, that thing where it, it's it's kind of like a hoo-ha. So yes, all the rules have been dropped for all the factions now. So you've got the Space Marines and the Tyranids for obviously the Leviathan box set that's coming out, which obviously will be on actually by the time this is out, it'll be available in stores so they've got all the factions got the Eldari, the Chikari, you know all the necrons all them all the good stuff Ashton Militarum, even though my friend Glenn would be hating me if wrong in his grave. <laughs> He's not dead. And obviously all the Space Marines, like the Death Watch, and all the other sort of factions, sub-factions like the Space Wars, everything. So yeah, they're all there. They're all there. You can look them on their website. So obviously I'm not endorsed by Warhammer, but obviously I go to their website, which is obviously a Warhammer community website. And if you go down, scroll down their sort of news feeds, you'll be able to, they're actually they're quite well sort of titled. It says like, oh, all these factions. So I think it's all Xenos, all Imperial, all Chaos, I think. Yeah, you can download them. They're free. Also, the new rules, the basic rule set is all free. So they're all there. You can get them. So yeah, I would recommend doing that. And there's a few things that I will go over that I know that several people, like for instance, I watch a few people on the on the internet, on the YouTubes, obviously in a valuable source of information for this kind of hobby. And in particular... There are a few videos that I've seen, certainly by, I would say, a good friend then. I don't even know him, I don't even met him. Auspex Tactic, who he, he kind of, he addresses new rules. And he posts a video every day, I believe. It's, it's all he does is he posts YouTube videos for 40k. But he does one where, I think he's more of a tournament player, because obviously he does things, the rules which kind of affect the play and stuff like that. And he's done one, a very specific one, which I'm going to go into, because obviously I'm pretty moved, peeved by it is changes in certain units, which have kind of almost taken away their entire essence of, of being a unit of what kind of unit they are. I say, yeah, go and check him out and go check out all the other channels, which obviously do 40K. So obviously you've got like Mini Wargaming, they're playing 10th edition now. You've got other, other ones as well that obviously play or give you information about sort of the, the, the Warhammer rules. I think there's one, is it, is it Bricky, where obviously he's set out a big sort of, it was like a, I think it's like an hour long video about basically going over the entire 10th edition rules, which is quite a big hit. And it's it's very in-depth and it's very, it goes into quite, quite a lot of detail. And it's he's a very good speaker, so much better than me. And he goes in good detail and explains it very well with examples and things. So I, if that was another, another video you'd want to see about the rules, I would go and check him out as well on the internet, on YouTube. So there's a few things that I've noticed on 10th edition rules I've dropped where it's kind of like a, what do you do? What, what, why have you decided this? <laughs> and obviously using the air crows again, it's like, oh, it's not simple. It's simplified. Yeah, we're, we're, we're. I think they've kind of set themselves up for this kind of, I don't know, backlash. I really have to have to call it because, yeah, they, they've, they've kind of taken sort of like the character of some units. And I know that Allspice Tackers have made a very good episode specifically on these particularly the the way tactical squads and space marines are set up but also another one which obviously i'm very proud of because obviously i have a unit of them one of my first units in my death watch army were vanguard veterans so obviously they're veterans who have got jump packs normally they don't have to have jump packs but literally they sort of amalgamated all their weapons into just like this thing called heirloom weapons and they are shit they are absolutely shocking. And they've just taken the entire essence of why Van you take Vanguard Vets. Because Vanguard Vets, you're going to give them either Lightning Claws, which is not even an option anymore for them, or you're going to take them with Hammer and Storm Shield, give them the extra toughness. Yeah, basically a small unit of basically Smash Marines. And that's how they were played in 8th and 9th, I believe. And I understand that somebody from GW might go, well, that's how they were played in late earlier editions. In 10th edition, we're not doing that. It's like, yeah. But you've taken away the essence of what unit is. So they all they've got now is Erling weapons, which is basically a shit version of a power sword, as opposed to thunder hammers and storm shields and lightning claws and all the different weapons they can have actually in the box themselves. So actually in the actual box set that you buy from Games Workshop, they have all these weapons. They have all the lightning claws. They have all the storm shields and thunder hammers and things like that. So why aren't you giving them rules elsewhere in other units? They have these rules for these weapons 
And I know that I've, I think somewhere, I think I read somewhere, or maybe it might have been on North Best Tactics video where he, he addressed this. And he said, like, oh, some people he spoke to was just going to say, well, I'm just going to take the rules from other units which have the rules for those weapons and just use them in the Vanguard. There you go. Twisting the rule there. But obviously, if your friends or your opponent is, is more than happy to do that, just crack on. And but the thing is, though, I'm trying to get at is why are they taking away such character from a unit? I mean, I'm a bit more pissed by it because obviously in my Death Watch Vanguard Veteran Squad, the sergeant has a Death Watch Thunder Hammer. So basically one of the big heavy two ones. And he used to smash face. And now I don't think that's even legal anymore. And it's just like <laughs> more work for me. Uh, other things that I certainly for Death Watch, which I have to I have to raise is no more shotguns. Like the shotgun with the three different shells is gone. It's it's like that's that's almost like a distinctive one of the distinctive weapons that Death Watch have is their Astartes Death Watch shotgun and things like frag cannons and first bolters that heavy weapons you can only take two now which I suppose puts a spin on sort of like special weapons or heavy weapons in a squad and certainly if you take them still into squads of five which I'll come on about about in a second about numbers it's fine but like. In the old editions, in eighth and ninth, you could take a squad of four, and that's I've got. I've got I think one or two squads with like four of those special weapons in. It's just like well, now I have to split those squads up, and it's just like oh, it's just a bit more hassle and more like what are you doing? But I think the main the main issue with with Death Watch at the moment is all their weapons are now hitting on a four plus. They now they now if you look at their profile, unless they take up just a plain bolter. The frag cannons, their infernus bolters, their long vigil weapons, long vigil ranged weapons, which is now the amalgamation of all their combi weapons and other things, all hit on four pluses now. So basically, what they've done is they've nerfed the Death Watch veteran unit to all their specific weapons. Death Watch weapons are all hitting on fours now. So what what's what's that? So basically, you've nerfed an essential unit of Death Watch. Now they're all hitting on fours, but the space rings—they should be hitting on threes. So it's just like, what are you doing, GW? What are you doing? And it's just—it's just really annoying. I think the only the, the only other sort of bones picked with the Death Watch were, uh, is, or space rings in general, is they have a listing for a Primaris Company champion with the new model they brought out, which I think they, you can't buy anymore now because it was just like they—they they brought it out again for like a, a limited time, and I think they, you can't buy them anymore now. But for instance, I converted. From a Death Watch a veteran, my own champion, which I obviously got little bits and I got you know went through all my little bits and bits boxes and found all the things I needed like the shield and and the pistols and sword and etc. But I only have a just a firstborn company champion, which I can't use anymore now by himself. He has to be in a squad, which I don't have the squad for. I just made him. So very little bit pissed at that. Little bit pissed at that. But moving on to th other things of Space Marines, which I, I'm, I've noted down, is they've just totally got rid of a Venerable Dreadnought. That's one thing I've noticed straight away. Obviously, because obviously I have a Venerable Dreadnought, my first Dreadnought, which my lovely Amber got me for, I think, Christmas or birthday. And I love the guy, but now I can't use him as a Venerable Dreadnought. I'll have to use him as a normal Dreadnought, which pe people will be like, oh, well, you can still use him. It's like, yeah, that's not the point. It's the fact is that they sell this unit. They sell this unit a venerable dread and now you have no rules for it so again i think gw really needs to have a look at what they're doing to units and to army factions before they start just hacking and slashing away at what well, at the rules for them this kind of comes on to the same sort of the same sort of aspect that that the big sort of hoo-ha about like the tactical marines have so tactical squads which obviously i can't take as a death watch member a death watch player but obviously they have to be taken in squads of 10 now i haven't looked at the rules fully however people are saying that they can't be combat squatted which is a big thing in space marines to give you more flexibility squad down your units to have more you know to take more sort of range on the battlefield and stuff like that it's also happened to the sisters so obviously I'm a big sister player, you know, I played sisters in, in at the end of eighth, all the way through ninth. And I was hoping to obviously carry on in, in 10th uh, with my, with my, my crusade army. The battle sister squad itself could be taken into fives or tens. It's now 10 strong, including other units as the dominion squad. So the fast attack, basically the fast attack unit and sisters where you can take four special weapons. So either Melter. A Mistor and Flamer to the Strength 5 Flamer, or the Artificer Bolt Stormbolter, which is like a damage 2. Now, 
I could be like, oh, I'm just ranting on. But no, this is the thing that they need. To, this is the thing, GW, if you're listening to this, this is the thing that you need to realize that you're doing is you're contradicting yourself at every turn. And for instance, like the Dominion squad, they sold on the line. I don't think they've, they've taken it down. I mean, look, but they used to sell this Battle of Sisters, the new Plastic Sisters squad, in a 10 box. However, on the opposite side of it, it even says, or even on the website, it used to say, oh, or if you don't want to make 10s about sister squad, you can make a five squad of um, Celestine squad, so basically like the veterans, and a five squad of Dominions, because you've got enough you've got enough war gear to make give all the sisters in the Dominion squads either melters, flamers, or stormbolters. And obviously you've got the fancy thing, the fancy sort of helmets for the Celestine squad. So getting back to that, Dominion squads have to be taken in squads of 10 now, including better sisters of battle squads. Why, GW? Why? You've kind of kicked yourself in your own nuts there. It's like, well, Dominion's... Also, another thing is, and I've spoken to other people about this, is Dominion squad's supposed to be fast attack. You take them in in, in an emulator, which has got a squad unit size transport of six. So you'd have a unit of uh, Dominions, maybe a character in it, and they can go up to go up the board as a Vanguard move and stuff like that. You can't do that now. So, and also, I noticed that the... Celestian squad is not even an option in the rules anymore. All you have is the Celestian sacrosanct, so the ones with the shields, which I've kind of I didn't I didn't think they were quite good at, when they first came out. I was thinking they look weird. Obviously, I've I've squad of them now, and I've kind of they've kind of grown on me, and I kind of really quite like them. But they've totally just ditched the Celestian squad from like the army. So now you only have Celestian sacrosanct, which again it's like what GW, what are you doing? You're getting rid of units which are like essential or like you know very law fluffy and very you know to the sisters itself. I, I'm getting quite you know, emotional about like. What are you doing, JJ? <laughs> but yeah, I think the main thing is is all these rules. They have to change them straight away. They're gonna have to. They're gonna have to FAQ them pretty soon because you're just gonna annoy so many people. Not just obviously like me ranting in my podcast, but people just like they just don't like too much change. I mean, change is great and change with a new addition fine yeah you go for it but getting rid of like say character for certain units or just getting rid of units entirely you know it's just insane it really is and i believe i'm ranting too much now but yeah they, they need to take a look and they're like well, how's this going to affect the huge player ratio of and certainly squads that you know or certainly factions which lots of lots of players use space marines I'm sure there's lots of sister players as well. Chaos. And I know Chaos have had a few shittiness as well that's happened. I don't know that much, but obviously I've heard from Chaos players, which I know, who've said, like, why have they done this? Why have they done that? It's just like, I don't know. I don't really don't know. I think I've rattled on enough about, obviously, the updates to the new rules. They look good. I mean, I'm still I'm still waiting for the Crusade, the actual Crusade rules, because they did send, they did drop a one, a one A4 page PDF on, oh, how to convert your crusade army from ninth to tenth it's like it's it's i'm it, literally it's a list of oh just change this to this and change this it's like i could have figured that out myself mate i really could have done i really could have just did not needed that stupid F- extra faq but i'm i'm kind of concerned what they're going to do with the new narrative because obviously the new narrative is in the box set the Tyr- tyrannic war and obviously i can presume that's going to be the basic sort of crusade rules so i hope they haven't done too much to it. I know they said they're going to simplify it and obviously take a few things out, which is fine because in ninth through the Crusade rules, there was a lot of admin, a lot of admin. And even friends that I played with and I've talked to as well, like Chris and other people on the on the channel and Glenn, they did say that you could easily cut out a lot of the rules that they had. Fingers crossed, not all bad against Warhammer. They've done a great job with the addition i liked how they've set out the units you know with their cards and stuff like that that's a really good thing that's the thing is there's some good stuff out of all the shit is <laughs> like the rules and like how they're set out now it is a lot easier like sort of stripping back you know like the stat line and obviously putting strength into the weapons instead and the attacks into the weapons instead they're good things they are all good things to do to increase the usability of said units certainly for newer players but obviously for players they just want a, a quick glance and go like all right so they you know they've got three attacks like weapon oh it's strength five or strength 10 or whatever that's a good thing you know they're good things to do it's just the rest of it it's just it's just a load of just like horseshit. <laughs> 
So moving on to the ne- next part of the episode, which will be the chat along with my good friend Ash, how we talk about what the title of this episode is, and it's our journey to Warhammer World. Hope you enjoy it. All right, everyone. Welcome to the chat along for this episode. And I have a special guest with me for this episode. It's my good friend, the one and the only Ash. Ash is here. He's an online friend that we met through, well, our partners, really, wasn't it? We, we kind of met through our partners. So Amber is yeah. on the podcast. So how are you, Ash? I am good. Been working today and everything, but I'm here. I'm well kicking. Awesome. So we're going to... I need to go on. in here. Dad Dave, he's not happy. Isn't he happy? Why, why isn't no. he happy? Well, I listened to the yeah, previous podcasts that you see. Yeah. In the last one, he was on about you had some come in, do a Dave voice. A Dave voice? Oh, God, yeah, we did. Yeah, Dave, yeah, Dave uh, uh, jumped yeah, in on dad, the... Uh... Dad took offence. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, I'll have, to ch- I'll have to tell Dave that then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, excellent. I'm not happy about it. Oh damn! I'll have to uh, I'll have to <laughs> apologise and send send some flowers and stuff and send some chocolates and put put them in my name, yeah. Oh yeah, of course, yeah. <laughs> so we're going to talk about something that happened quite recently. You kidnapped you. You kid. You basically you did. You kidnapped me and you took me on an adventure. Where you were going? No, I didn't. I I had an inkling, but then I kind of kept dismissing it you kept telling me some random shit which like oh we're gonna go and do a a, a larping day and we're gonna like fight each other and stuff and i was like that sounds cool <laughs> and then you're like no we're not and like you, you're an dressing up yeah basically but in de- instead you actually took me and kidnapped me to warhammer world in nottingham i did indeed i did and it's the first time i've ever been in my life i wanted to go since i started warhammer when i was like 13 14 never went obviously you know jumped out of the hobby jumped back in i wanted to go since and now you you took me you were the first person to take me so first of all i say thank you for doing that well just tell you that uh, (laughs) yeah that's You're my first. You're you're my first to the Warhammer world. Yeah, yeah. Well, two of the things, but War is one of them. (laughs) (laughs) Now, it was out of blue because I've obviously always wanted to go myself when I first started. And it's like, I don't mind, no problem there. And it's always been close away and looking for an excuse to go with me and we're doing something so i thought oh, i've got a got an idea here. enjoying myself too because <laughs> that told oh oh let's keep it a surprise oh, and, yeah you, you enjoyed the surprise i did indeed i did yeah it's first first time i ever went i was just like wow this is amazing like i'm actually here i'm actually where they make all the little plastic boy soldiers <laughs> <laughs> yeah well, that's it and one of those things where it's, you want to go and walk and just see what see what it's like, but we've said it, it's me. What could elevate it to from for me going? It was probably a, mm, like, I'd I'd say the same. I'd say the same as well. And there's a what are stopping it from going further out of the park, really. Like, don't get me wrong, I enjoyed it. It was good doing and brilliant. Like. Okay, well, like I said, what, what, what are your first impressions? What, your, what do you think? What, what was your first impressions of when, oh. we, when we arrived and we saw the big rhino and the third edition space marine? <laughs> it, the first thing I saw was obviously the massive eagle back to back. Because obviously I knew where we were going, so I was looking out for and then Sam was in. And the main, the entrance, as we went in, the saucy photo was outside. <laughs> went in and... It was very well laid out, you know. It was, we was in that shock element, weren't we? It's like, wow, we're here. Yeah. This is it. This is it. It's going to be really day yeah. coin. Oh, you did, you yes. Know? It's yeah, true. Where you bought your chaos yeah. Bought my coin. Uh, yeah. That's going to be my little takeaway for today. My memento piece. And yeah, and obviously we saw the big, do you remember what his name was? Oh, it was, um, what's he called? It was called, wasn't he called Nigel, Nigel Nurgleson or something like that? Yeah. It? yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like five foot high Nurgle push. My big fat Nurgle <laughs> with his with his with his staff badge on. Yeah. <laughs> hey, should be they should be selling all that really. Mm, yeah. We're a bit un- we're a bit underwhelmed by how much merchandise they didn't have and yeah. how much they should have they should have had mugs. they did have mugs, but they don't have very many. But then you said like, oh, they should have all the t shirts there all lined up. They should have a- you would have thought like- 
Mm. You would have like, like, mm. all kinds of shit. Yeah, yeah. Like, since you got there, you'd expect it to shout. Here's all the models and all that. They've got the Forge World, the yeah, Forge World section, and everything mm. like that. You say a merch stand where they've got, you know what I mean? Like, what the difference? There's a lot of missing potential there. Because I would have gone, I would have bought a t shirt more because I don't really collect them anymore, but I'd still. Mm. Do you know what I mean? I'd I'd like to get something which like that because who's not like a good looking t shirt? Yeah, exactly. No, I agree, and I'd say they agreed with them. Whereas, like, oh yeah, where, where's all the merch? Like, because if that was a t shirt, I would have probably bought a t shirt as well. Like one of my factions, like I don't know, like Death Watch or Sisters or something, or Inquisition. Inquisition. If there's an Inquisition one, I'd be like, yep, that's mine. But there wasn't, was there really? I mean, it was a bit, it was a bit underwhelming. In that sense, it, I was still knocked away about the sheer, yeah, like the decision. That it, I think it's more the scope, as in you go in there, it's like. Wow, you'd literally have everything all looking at online and all that. They're all there. I'm yep. from where I'm from in Blackpool. There's only that literally and a lot of the stuff you just gotta you order in. Mm. So uh, for me it takes away the like uh, I'd like the satisfaction when I was a, a little kid. Uh what, I must have been twelve, thirty going in this store little models and stuff and seeing people playing uh, and then you could look at every everything that you'd actually physically see it to know what you're buying and that and that's something i thought what was missing really mm. no no i agree but talk about all the models and stuff like that how about we talk about one of the best parts of the day that we went to was the exhibitions so the floors and floors of all these amazing miniatures as you said and obviously all the dioramas that we saw i think we picked out a few of our favorites didn't we that we liked how do you think about those going in the city what bucket is it the original i've got basically a book here it had you know the original in that fight scene you know, oh yeah Boris and the Emperor, yeah. Yeah, that. I've got a really old printed in, and it's like... <laughs> uh, and then I've seen it with my own eyes, type, of like the original. And that was like, wow, this is going to be like quite good. You know, seeing it through the ages and stuff. But obviously, you first go in, and it's the Age of Sigma. Yeah, so we so, yeah, went through the Age of Sigma stuff first, which we were like, yeah, okay, yeah, it's not 40, 40k, but some of the dioramas were amazing. Yeah, well, that... The first one was the ghosts versus like, I think the knights or something like that, and it was like... In a mining mountain, wasn't it? Yeah, it, it must. There must have been a fair few hundred models in that just diorama alone, and it was it was amazing. It was absolutely fantastic. Yeah, like that that one's probably one of the highlights actually. Like the thought and process of going into just designing it and seeing it come out, how they designed it, it it looks fantastic. All, all the dioramas, everything. And what was good for me is because I've been out the the game for so long, I've not seen all what have come out because I've not really Warhammer website and looked through them so it's everything so it's like oh well mm. it was good to see so it's like different to what I remember and obviously there weren't any Age of Sigma first started so it's it's good to see all these new models and what like a fight and a battle like that it looked, it looked fantastic no yeah I, I, I totally agree and I think like we saw I think I think another one was like I think it was I think it was like giants versus like I think it was dwarfs or something like that and they're like they were like dwarfs fighting like big models monsters and like trolls and like giants like going straight through ranks of people and stuff like that it just looked absolutely epic and as you said the amount of time and effort to go through these dioramas and to go like well how 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 is it going to look and how's the battle going to look and different things that you can see in the battle and it, it is amazing but coming up to like i think Try not to skip ahead too much, but go into like the 40k one that we sort of kind of saw because it's kind of broken down a bit, wasn't it? It was like 40k, and then it was like I think it was like other ones as well. Lord of the Rings, didn't you? Yeah, we, yeah, there was a bit of Lord of the Rings as well, wasn't there? Yeah, I actually don't remember it much of Lord of the Rings stuff, actually. No, model, yeah. I remember there being a Rohan one where it was like Orkai versus like the Rohirrim, like the Rohan. That's about it, really. <laughs> yeah, well, I'd say the. We were looking, oh, wow, this looks quite cool and neat. And we were looking forward to the 40k stuff, you know. Mm, yeah. And that's what we're into. And I remember, because I've, I've not seen, like, an Emperor Titan or War Titan in person. Seeing them for the first time, and I thought that was, like, wow. So they make models this big? <laughs> well, yeah, I, I did, like, they made them, but see one and painted up so obviously professional it's just it, it's just that's where the, like the surreal bit comes in it's like wow it's mm. it's one of those it, it takes you back it's like childhood and stuff like first 
getting into it and, and stuff like that. No, I agree. And I think I said that to you on the day. I think I said, like, I was feel like a little, I think I said you, like, I felt like a little kid. Like, like I said, like the first time I actually went into the, the Warhammer store that I first went to and seeing all the models and going, like, they look amazing. I want to do that. I want to build those and paint those. Yeah. And I think, I think you commented on one of the Titans that were there. Like, you said, look at that shoulder. It was just, I think it was just like you just commented on just one shoulder pad. And, you know, and it, I think it had like a free hand of like, I think it was like some design or some like emblem on it. And you're like, that's free hand. He says, that's amazing. I think you said that was like, that's amazing. So just to just mm. have that piece, you're like, just have that shoulder. That would be amazing. Yeah, it is. And some of the, some of the 40K dioramas, like, I'm skipping a bit, but like some of the 40K dioramas, like, you know, which we said, that's absolutely cool like the, the thing the one that we liked the most was the Katachin jungle fighters versus like the Chikari like coming out of the webway gate yeah big to the urban settings aren't you really in like, yeah. uh, battlefields and stuff when you play it but then just seeing the actual that and it's like wow this is what looks amazing Jungle is never seen before in Europe either mm. I mean, I like quite like jungle jungle settings and stuff like that. And obviously, most of my Death Watch, well, all my Death Watch army are I've based them all on a all their bases are based on like a jungle sort of muddy sort of sort of structure um, bases as it were. And it's nice to see that. But it's also it's nice to see. I think the other one that we saw, which I quite I I love, was the sort of the Tyranids versus the Space Wolves. And obviously, then there are, that diorama was on a big like it was like Fenris wasn't it? like a big like snow world like a frozen yeah. Death World instead. And, and that was amazing as well. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was it. And like Gene Steelers, like, screwed for like, yes, yeah. yeah, women, yeah. <laughs> that's- yeah, that, like I said, there was, there was no bad dioramas at all. They were all good, well, for there's none, they're not similar. Do you know what I mean? They're all, all different. So each one of them has them. Wow, that's really good. You know, that's like, like the Necrons, the um, Blood Angels and stuff like oh, that. Oh, that was it. Yeah. Yeah. Brilliant. It was just like brilliant. Like you say, there's loads of little stories with one big thing you can see where if it's just like one like the ultramarines getting loads of scarabs all over the dead bodies and oh yeah like <laughs> um, yeah you're getting eaten by scarabs <laughs> yeah like, stuff like that I yeah. like more of the converging stuff because you know I mean? mm. I've said to you before that's what I put they're missing out big time that sort of stuff like you say but the whole picture of the dioramas and everything was fantastic so, yeah I can't I don't have a bad word to say about about the dioramas no because the one at the very end the big one where it was like it was like ultramarines versus world eaters I think it was it was like your your sort of your your army wasn't it it was world eaters wasn't it so it was all corn berserkers and like, hell drakes that, and... was the best one it's like I think there was multiple fun in my opinion yeah but I, I do, I, yeah, it was mainly worthy to one because you have, I can't, is it Hound Titan? That's what it's called. I can't, don't quote me on that, but <laughs> it looks like it's like got the dog face. Looks like. Yeah, 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 I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. squat and like, yeah, yeah got, yeah, the pointy face, yeah. Like seeing one of them, that's the first time I've seen one of them. Like, amazing. That, like you said, so long in the planning and the painting. And obviously, for me, that was the best one. And also, we tried to look for the, uh, the Inquisitor, didn't we? Oh, the the assassin, the Vindicare assassin, wasn't yeah, it? That that was, it? Yeah. And we spent like, I mean, we spent like ages the first time looking, then we went back and then tried to actually look for it again. And like, and we, we kind of concluded, like, it's not there. It's, it's not here, is it? It's not here. No. <laughs> They've probably taken it off for the day. Yeah, probably, yeah. yeah. Probably got so, none in stock. Yeah. <laughs> so I was going to say, yeah, they're probably sitting to keep flipping out like more, more assassins for everyone. Yeah, that, that, that obviously, to me, that, that one obviously was the best one. Just seeing everything so like people at the tower crawling around. And obviously, people listening I haven't got a clue what they're on about. Yeah, I know they don't. <laughs> they have to go. You see, all listeners, you have to go to Warhammer World and see, see these dioramas. But not even that, like I was going to, I'm, I'm obviously skipping again, but like it's even when we were, when we were walk, walking through all those dioramas and all those glass shells of all those miniatures as well, even just seeing like individual models, for instance, the one that stood out for me, which then I bought from Warhammer World, my first miniature from Warhammer World is my Death Watch, uh, my, my Watchmaster. Obviously, they, they're the models that they use on, on the actual online shop and online stores. And I know it might be maybe really sort of petty for most people, like, oh, yeah. But I was like, well, that I've seen that model. I've actually seen that model in real life now. I've seen it online so many times that they yeah. use, you know, show you the model off. I was like, I've seen it in real life now. And it's, it's one of those things to me is like, that's amazing. That's awesome. That's great. Yeah. 
see of the painting models when you're buying them online. You can see the physic that physical model cases, can't you? Mm. And that, I, yeah. I mean, like I said, and that might be really mediocre for some people, but for me, that was like that's amazing. I've seen that model in person. It, it's it's incredible. Yeah, because we just know it as as the online store. You buy it and then pick it up, house type thing. Going in, it's it's the main page. Yeah, it, it was just really good seeing. One thing what strikes me is factions next week's over of the. Yeah. Uh, Ultramarines and the Black Temple and Salamanders and all what, that, Blood Angels. It? So seeing them all lined up next week, sure, that, that's good to see. Mm. It's one of the things what, in, in the shops, really, because mm. it, it's good seeing it in a picture, real life. It's, it's night and day different. Yeah. Because you don't really see the sense of scale on the pictures online and stuff. Even if it has a like, size model next to it, do you know what I mean? So you can help try and physically seeing it in a 3D space. It's, it's just great. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I totally agree. Shall we... <laughs> Do you, do you want to talk about our, uh, our our amazing quiz at the end as well? Or... Well, that's about the food first. <laughs> oh, yeah, the food, Bugman's Bar. Yeah, Bugman's Bar. I mean, I think we decided that it was, yeah, it was all right. I mean, could have been better, but... Yeah, well, it's like, it, it, to me, like I said there, I don't mean to be swift like that, but it seems a bit like pop-up, pop-up. Yeah. I mean, yeah. where and I think I think the main entrance of it, so American, that looks like up to date. But I think everywhere else needs to be modernised a bit, you know what I mean? Mm. There's so many themes and stuff they could do, and then they just, they're just not doing it. Not They're not as available to them, because how the universe is, it's just that they're not utilising it. And make, you want to be like the exhibition, mate. You want to be basically feel like you've been taken out of the real world and put into the UK universe. Mm. That's that's how I felt like it, it, it should be. Like When you're going to you should feel like you've just walked into like the Age of Signal. Age of Signal just like a, a random bar. Like a pub, like a, a yeah. dwarf pub. In, in Age yeah, of Sigma. Exactly. Like, yeah. yeah, all in their <clears throat> home of wherever yeah. it is. You know, they're, they're missing all that sort of stuff. They could I remember you saying that you they should, like you said, like I think you're trying to get at is they should have themed the areas that like the dioramas were in, like the 40K should have been like gothic and they should have had like things like that or like, you know, industrial things and all kinds Definitely. of like, you know, chains and stuff like that. And then in Age of Sigma should have been like, I don't know, like woodlands or like, you know, old ruins and stuff like that. And they could, they could easily do that i mean they do them in like museums and things like that why can't yeah. they do it <laughs> sort of thing so yeah 100% but i feel like they, they could shit like, a lot further just imagine this right to your left it's like got a direct into the wall and it's going above your head and stuff like that you know like you'd build like and stuff and then you'll hang it off your roof true right? If you ever did that, but I did that. But imagine that like, you've got like a what is it like a thunderhawk like like over. Oh yeah. Like that. Yeah. Because you you could literally have a fun like on a mounted like track on the roof where it's like, literally flying above your head. You know you could have that <laughs> yeah. being chased by like hell drakes or something like that. You could do you know what I mean? There's potential for it is is crazy you know it's limitless it's limitless really yeah like yeah you could have the museum pieces in a separate like these are you know like type thing you know like just think of like being where it's got all your high viable priceless things in it could have that Mm. as a built foodie you know you you could just walk into a room what's like in a temple or something like that, and, and it's got all the valuable stuff where it's all so it's like Warhammer 40k. Do you know what I mean? Just, the, yeah, themed and sort of very, very sort of realistic, um, or not realistic, it's I should say, like, like you could have like to scale rooms or yeah, yeah, yeah. Best idea would be to go um, out of the out of the glass cabinets. Do you know what I mean? So you, you walk in, so you're actually standing in them, sort of thing, like almost like just imagine you. Like, like I said, we've been on the side on the left in the corner. It's like built out with like to like look like a cliff, and you've got like tyranids crawling up the mountain, a squad of like space wolves at the top of it, ready to come up, like about to swarm and stuff like that. You know, I think that would stuff like that would be 
take it to 10. And I think you made a very good point as well, like how they're selling stuff as well. You, you made a very good point. And I actually, I said this to one of my other like warmer friends and, and you said, why don't you have an exclusive model for each faction that you can only get a Warhammer? And I was like, yeah, I would buy that. Oh, yeah, uh, you and you said, not essentially like, oh, space, like it could be space Marines, chaos Marines. It doesn't have to be like, oh, space Marines and it has to be like space wolves. And the, it could just be a generic space Marine, but you can only get it exclusively from their store in Warhammer World. Obviously, yeah. then you, obviously you could like convert it, or it would be a chance to like you know put upgrades on it and, and to make it into a space wolf or a dark angel yeah. or a blood angel or whatever you wanted. But I mean, even my friend Chris, he was like, I would buy that. And also he said I'd go again and just to buy the other ones. And every time you go, you could buy the next one, buy the next one, buy the next one, sort of thing. You'd, and you get all the exclusive ones. You know how many there are? Like you know, ten or twelve. How many factions there are? Yeah. Well, um, if they don't want to do it for each faction, because obviously yeah. I know everything's resource cost and stuff, you could literally just, like I said to you, or even going smaller still, like, yeah, like these, you could just make like a, a medal, what says that, a kind of logo for Warhammer Order and make it into like a little map, literally just glue that onto your order or something like that. And it just looks like it's just like, oh, like I like yes, yeah, like I carry some of that, like, 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 yeah. like things they can put on, yeah, okay, yeah, that's kind of cool, yeah, or, or like you know, you got like your standard bears, if like the flags that you stick on them, oh, that'd be cool, yeah, do that, cool. you know, and cost, cost them a lot of money. No, it's just making making the one small mold and then just mass producing that, yeah. You can only buy it at Warhammer World. You could release a new one every year. Like, mm. if they want it to start... Oh, I see, like, out. a yearly one. The 2023, 2025, 2030, or 2030, or something like that. Yeah, like that. stuff like that. And not only that, think of the tournaments, what they hold. Imagine coming, coming to get a special icon if you've come first in a tournament war, being able to put that on a model. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. That'd yeah. be pretty cool. So I think we've we've talked enough about our, our trip to Warmer World. I don't know if there's anything else you want to add before uh, we close up. Yeah, <laughs> there is. Is there really? Right. What's that, Ash? What's that? What do you want to say? <laughs> like I said to you before, uh, I found all my models in the loft. So awesome. Uh, yeah, I'm looking forward I'm, to seeing I'm going to have to get them all and bring everything to yours and we will find and then scan over. Right, I've got I've got three obliterators. Oh, metal ones. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. they're like I mean, thingy weights, aren't they? They're like desk weights. <laughs> yeah, pretty, pretty. I've got I've got them, and the thing is, use them, and I don't even know if like you know line of sight's thing because of how small they are. P thing, and because you can just hide them behind. <laughs> Yeah, you could because obliterators now are like fucking huge. They're really yeah. big now. They're they're just huge. Fair play to you. That's awesome. Yeah, I I you need to do that. We need to go over all your shit and like well, yeah, you know, uh, found. You know, I was talking about how I made means and stuff. I just bought the forge with shoulder pads. Oh yeah, you did say that. Yeah, you converted them. Didn't you? I found them, so I've got got a bag full of like the shoulder pads and stuff. So there's there's a, a lot of bits in there which will be oh I found. My rhino with all the scores painted on it, you know. Oh, that's in the cool. shape. Yeah, with the shape of logo and stuff. Oh, no way. you got your corn rhino. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. It, it needs finishing and painting. It, the cool acquiring scores for, you know. Oh, that's fine. That's fine. That's, that, yeah. that's, you can always improve, on, always improve on the stuff that you've already, but you know, sort of thing. Well, that's always... the thing. Of, I can't remember. So I bought, so I've got a, a 10 person scout squad. I used to use them as, but when I bought them, it came with them like a, a HQ on elite choice of a scout sniper. Oh, okay, right. And I've got him, but I don't have his head. That's the. <laughs> <laughs> you, don't have, you don't have his head. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> Well, the thing is, I've got like, there was like a case, that's all cardboard cases with the foaming instead of the hard plastic Warhammer ones. You get the, mm. the cheaper plastic ones. So I've got okay. one of them. Okay. Uh, and, that, and yeah, I've got, you, you know, when I said I've got the, like, the original Lord of Change model, I've got oh, yeah. them in there. Uh, oh, wow. Jeez. I've got Airmon. Is it Airmon? Thousand Sun. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I don't even know because I'm not a thousand sons player. I don't really know. Yeah, Airmen or Airmen or yeah, that's like all, all these thousand sons players are going. Like, don't ask that his name. Like I don't care. That's <laughs> what I found me called Berserk. Oh, like, nice. Because like I said, I, when I used to play, I was a tournament s player where I get the squad out like and the best could be. So it was like called Berserk with a power fist. Uh, so you get the plus one attack for charging them. Yeah, it was, it was crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I've got all those models. I need to bring it around to yours. And yeah. To go through them. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. That's awesome that you found all those. That's really good. I bet it's almost like a little treasure trove that you found. It's like, yay. <laughs> it is, because it is, it's challenging. Yeah. When you're painting a model and stuff, when it's like, Keychose, it puts you in that place, doesn't it? Like, it's like, oh, you remember where you painted it, the battles you've won. The blood. Yeah, with it. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Well, I think it's time to wrap up. I have to say to you, Ash, thank you very much for coming on the podcast and chatting along with me about our time. Our right. adventure. Our adventure, our journey to Warmworld and back. Sort of going back to like the time when we we're like 13, 14 and going like the first time and looking at all these things. So yeah, I appreciate and I really am thankful that you took me to Warmworld for the first time. Yeah, it's been a pleasure, you know. You brought my vision here. <laughs> That's gonna get out of doubt. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thanks, Ash. <laughs> Take it easy. I'll speak yeah, to you soon. Thanks for having me on. And talk to you. See you, Ash. Adios, amigo. All right, everyone, it's that time again. It's the quizzes with the misses. Obviously, I think this is the best part of the podcast itself. But we have with us our wonderful, our beautiful, our amazing Amber. How are you, Amber? Please do a voice. I want you to do a voice. I really do. Everybody wants you to do a voice. No, they don't. <laughs> You're right. Yeah, I'm all right. Oh, excellent. Yeah. We had a busy week, haven't we? Yeah. Yeah. Dog sitting. I mean, on the scale of busyness, it's probably not busy at all. But I mean, we've been like back two from like. Yeah, yeah. it's like been having a child for two weeks. Yeah. I realised that I never want a child. <laughs> so it's been great. All those people, all those people with children, like stop playing the play what podcast something. Like. Oh right, <laughs> no, yeah, it's been, it's been. She's, she's um Joy, the dog we're looking after is my, is my sister's dog, and she's um in a nice way. She's a little bit of a handful, isn't she? No, she's not. She's just needy. She's, she's the easiest dog to look after. Yeah, she's just needy. Yeah, true. And she just likes to be center of attention. And all the time. lick everything and everyone to never stop having belly rubs. And yeah. if you conform, then you might not get licked or barked at. So you're all right. I couldn't. I couldn't wear sun cream on my legs because she kept licking it off. Yeah, she just thinks you're a boyfriend. Yeah, that's just the way it is now. Yeah. How are you looking forward to this quiz? Yeah. No. Hi. Are you, are you excited for a new tenth edition coming out? Not really. Right, right. No, okay, yeah. New Kunkalas. Yep, yep. Just another way to make some more money. Yep, that's basically what we all think. We still buy shit, plastic crack. So. Did you just call it plastic crack? Yeah, that's Imagine that good. in an advert, like, Warhammer. Plastic, plastic crack. crack. <laughs> but also, like, I don't know if to see it as, like, cocaine or just, I imagine, like, a builder's ass <laughs> in plastic. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know which one's worse, you know? Oh, shit. I broke you. Oh no. Sorry guys, we'll get there. Fucking hell. Give him 10 minutes, he'll calm down. Oh no. I'm going to edit this. No, please keep it. I want 10 minutes of you I'm laughing manically. And then I'm going to send it as your audition for the Joker. <laughs> you ready? Yo, I, think, I don't know, because if you say anything else, I'm going to my head just going to explode. <laughs> this episode i asked you what you fancied sort of being quizzed on and you said how about things that are basically going away from the, the new edition yeah. i was like ah well in the last sort of a month or so a games workshop or warhammer have actually they actually posted a big post about like oh the models we're going to retire and there's a big uproar about it because obviously the the generic dreadnought which is going to get retired and like oh, one generic dreadnought i mean it's been around for since 20 plus years anyway i remember i remember seeing the plastic kit come out it's just like that's when i first started so i mean but yeah so we are going to do retired retire retiring models as it were and you'll see to guess what they are what they are unfortunately i have got a, a few of them are space marines but i did manage to put in a few xenos as well so that's kind of fun yeah Exciting. so these are all like i said these are all models that are being retired obviously not available anymore in the range itself okay all right how are you feeling 
chance wise, like like percent wise, or like, you know. I don't know. I feel I don't feel the energy of last time, and I I think I, I think it's to the complaints about Dave, and Dave really carried me through the quiz. Oh yeah, Dave. Dave's not here. No, Dave. Dave's not allowed back because we have complaints about having the character called Dave. So yeah, well yeah, we asked just on this on this podcast like. You, you... Well, I didn't want to name his dad. Like, yeah. His dad complain. Yeah. Yeah. So it's all right. Dave, Dave's, Dave's retired too. He's taken vacation. He's gone on a cruise. Oh yeah. Uh, he's having a great time. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. So it's only me today. So I don't know. I feel like maybe fifty percent. Fifty? I mean, I give me a doubt. Yeah, I think you. I think you're gonna get at yeah. least fifty percent. At okay. least. 50%. Let's go then. Okay. So first one is your favorite. Do you want to describe it for us? Oh uh, yeah, of course. <laughs> You know the big blue poster boys that we always see everywhere? No, I'd have no clue what you're talking about. Are you sure? Well, that's them in robes. It's basically a space marine trying to be a Greek god, is the way I'm going to describe it. Yeah, that's even more so. Even with the leaves around their, their helmets, like little Greek gods. They're being a bit posy, do you think? Yeah, they're just like, oh yeah, look at me. I have muscles. Hmm. Let me pose here and you take a photo and I'll pretend that I'm not looking at you, but I'm actually looking right at you. <laughs> yeah, that's my impression. That's okay. it. That's all I'm given. They don't deserve okay. anything so, else. so basically, poster boys in robes yep. and frilly things. Yeah. Yeah, okay, cool. But who are they? Don't know. Are they A, Primaris veterans? Hmm? Are they B, Sterngard veterans? Hmm? Or are they C, Vanguard veterans? I've heard of Vanguard. You might have done. Aren't they, um, what does Glenn play? Glenn plays a girl guard. Don't they have vanguards? Oh. I don't think they do. I don't think they do. I must have got it mixed up. Um... <laughs> going to continue until you find it out. Well, definitely veterans. I think so. Is that strong or stat? Number V. Yeah. Sternguard. Stern. So it says prim- Primaris, Sternguard, Vanguard. How have you spelt Stern? S T E R N. Oh, E. It looked like a B. Okay. Stubborn. Stubborn guard. Stubborn guard. They're Swedish. I can't decide between Primaris or Vanguard. But aren't Primaris tend to be the blue boys? Primaris, Primaris. C. C? Yeah. You're going for Vanguards? Yeah. Are you sure? No. No. Okay. So drum roll. Sure. Uh-uh. Was it B A? It's B. It's Stonegard oh! veterans. So you, I'm gonna say now, Vanguard veterans are a thing. You know the ones that I got jetpacks on. I thought so. Yeah. So so they're the ones normally. They normally they don't have to have jetpacks. They've got they, jetpacks. Well, they got packs. They're just packs. Well, as if you meant to know the difference. They look exactly the same. Ah! Mm. You hear you hear that work, work, Games Workshop? They look exactly the same because they fucking do. Do you please differentiate them like significantly yeah. so people can actually see a difference? Yeah, Stonegard veterans are basically yeah they're veterans like and actually they have actually a like a, a rivalry with Vanguard veterans because obviously Vanguard veterans normally like the ones with jump packs and they have like melee weapons. These guys normally they normally bodyguard like leaders and normally they favor range weapons. They have like heavy bolters or like storm bolters and things like that. So they they, they normally favor range attacks over. Okay. All right. Yep. All right. That one first one done. Number two. I'm going to carry on. So it's the gentleman in the middle. We have an orc. Yeah, rookie. Ah, oh, he's actually quite cool. Yeah. And also, if you go to the next picture, there's actually him not painted, but obviously you see more in detail. He, okay. I like this. Carry on. Okay. So would you describe it for us, please? Um, he's a big orky boy. And he has a lot of... He has a big jaw and he has... His teeth sticking out. He's got loads of blood. He's then surrounded by a lot of mechanical stuff. Mm. I can't tell you what. It looks like he's got some like they're supposed to be like power claws. They're like um, servo claws. Servo claws, and he's got a massive axe that's all bloody as well. He's got like not a monocle, but bionic eye. There you go, bionic eye. That's exactly what I meant. Yep, I know, I know. Yeah, he looks actually quite cool. I'm yeah. not going to diss this model. It looks cool. I yeah. like it. But who is the, the, the gentleman? Or he is a boss. Mm. But what boss is he? Is he boss Buzzgob? Buzzgob? Yeah. What name? Is he boss Gasgul? Oh. Or is he boss Snickrot? Gasgul. Going straight for Gasgul? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. No, no queries. No. no. Yo, it is incorrect. What is it? It's Buzzgob. So it's actually Mech Boss Buzzgob. He's actually mm. a big mech for the Goths, and he's actually 
I put Gazgul in to throw you off because obviously you've probably heard of Gazgul. Yeah. Gazgul Orc Thracker is the biggest, meanest war boss in all of the Orc. So he's a big dude in armor. He's got his little grot friend. Actually, Buzzgob is actually his like number one big mech. Oh, so okay. he makes all this shit for him. That's cool. Yeah. So yeah. So he's unfortunately going. A very iconic character, but he is retiring his mech workshop and he's leaving the range, which is sad, really. Hi. I don't know. Next. Right. So we have another um, power armored boy. Yeah. Could you describe him for us? He looks like Ron Perlman. <laughs> Like, it's like Hellboy has just upped his game. <laughs> so it's like Ron Perlman, but he's a beefy boy. He's got, like, two scars across his face, which makes him look like he's been attacked by a werewolf. And then he's in a suit of red armour. He's a fancy boy, clearly, because yeah. he's got all these additional gadgets on. And, 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 a, and a cape. And a cape. Yep. And some flashy shoulder pads. And a little... It's like a little sun halo around his head. Don't correct me what it is. We're going to keep it as a sun halo. Yep, sun halo. Or power hammer? Something. Pretty much, yeah. It's, it'll be a sort of like a two-handed uh, thunder hammer. Yeah. Thunder hammer, that's even cool. And his base is cool. It's got like skulls and shit on. Like yeah. under the soil, almost. That's cool. Mm. Yeah, go on then. But who is this gentleman? Is he a Stelling Crow? Is he Gabriel Angelos? Or is he Morinus Calgar? Have a 50-50, please. Oh, yes. 50-50 with the dice. Well, my sister dies. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. So we're going to do... We're going to get rid of A, Castilian Crow. That's the one I wasn't going to do. <laughs> I, I think B sounds stupid, but it is Warhammer. Gabriel Angel. Mm. It just sounds like Gabriel and Angelos. It's like Angel, Gabriel. It sounds a bit stupid. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. I'm going to go C, and then if it's B, we'll just shame them. So. You're going to go C and shame them? Yeah. I tell you now, it, it was B. It was Gabriel and Jazz. He is the chapter master of the Blood Ravens. So he's well known in the lore. Right. Moving on. Moving on. Last one. Yeah. Who is this, Dribbly? I don't know. It looks weird. Yeah, would you like to? That's a painted version of it, and obviously, in the next one, you can see it's sort of like not painted, so you can see it's more like, detail. A xenomorph and a crab combined. So it's like claws like a crab, face like a xenomorph, and then it's got like little dinosaur legs. Dinosaur legs, like a teeth. Like little pincers on top, like almost like you know spiders, and they got little pincers. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Above their like mouth, yeah. like that. Yeah. 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 Oh, so oh, actually, its back legs have got hooves as well. Yeah. Go on then. Yeah. It's kind of like a T-Rex reversed, isn't it? Sure. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. But who is this dribbly? So, as you can tell, it is a Carnifex. But what type of Carnifex is it? Is it a Mangler Carnifex? Is it a Beast Breaker Carnifex? Or is it a Stone Crusher Carnifex? Stone Crusher Carnifex. You're going straight for C? Yeah, I I'm giving up. <laughs> I'm just like, whatever. I think was these it? are getting harder. Oh, really? Yeah. I thought they were... Oh, no, because you throw in like ones that actually are stuff now, whereas you used to just make make stuff up. And it was quite easy to pick up. And it was no, it wasn't <laughs> easy, but it was easier. So I'm I'm just yeah, and because I got three wrong, I'm giving up. Oh, I'm sorry, sweetie. But C is correct. It is a stone <laughs> perfect. Hey. So yeah, this bad boy is going out of the range. It's it's a it's a resin model from the sort of Forge World sort of kits, as it were, oh, so okay. expensive kits. But I guess they just don't want us to make them anymore. Mm -hmm. So it's one type of Carnifex, because you're like Screamer Killer Carnifex. Is you have as, I can't remember the other types of Carnifex. I know Screamer Killer or Thornback, Thornback Carnifex. So these Stone Crusher ones were basically there. The Tyranids obviously use them as siege, basically siege bash rams, basically. Basically like tanks, but obviously break down everything. So they're supposed to be, have like massive claws like that, like crab claws. Or there's another one where it's actually like, it's got like, it's got like big like tendrils that come to an end of like a big massive ball. So like almost like a ball and chain. Just smash down things as well. Fair enough. So yeah. Well, one out of four, but I mean, they are models which are quite, I would say, that they're, they're not really trade well in the range sort of thing. Like they're quite... Well, clearly why they're getting rid of them if it's not worth them producing yeah. them then it makes sense doesn't it really yeah. no no I um i know that we've just hated on it like why are you getting rid of these models but if, if, at the end of the day if you know if anything else if you weren't making sales you'd you discontinue the product so of course yes because actually the stone grove veterans the first ones that i showed you mm -hmm. is that they've actually remade them into primaris ones now oh okay and they but they still call them stone guards <laughs> oh right so it's like i'll just get rid of the old ones yeah i may as well yeah i mean i'll take 25 percent yeah i mean sound less, so. oh. 
I, I think you did pretty well. And I, I to be fair, the, like, the, the, the thing that I like the most is when you describe them. And it's actually, yeah. like, not fun, but it's, it's fun, but it's also just like another perspective of somebody else like looking at the model and going like, what it actually is sort of thing. Yeah, so, I guess it is. <laughs> again, thank you very much for being on the podcast and obviously playing the part of the Quizzes with the Mizzes, because obviously it's, it's always, I think, the best part of the podcast. You're welcome. I'm happy to pretend to be your missus all the time. Pretend? Well, you just said I get to play the part, so. Oh, no, I didn't mean that. <laughs> Digging right. myself. How, as long as I get paid how low end, right? can I go? <laughs> Keep digging still myself. Waiting, still waiting for my payment. It's been about two years now. There's a lot of backlog pay here. Oh, okay. <laughs> Only kidding. Can I pay you in song? Uh, I'd rather just class it as volunteering if that's the case. Oh, okay. Right, yeah. Yeah, I mean, put it on your CV if you want. I'll put it on my CV. Why yeah. not? Yeah, why not? Yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, that's, that's another episode done and dusted. Episode 36. Hope everyone enjoyed it. As usual, if you want to get in touch with me, obviously the best way to get in touch with me is the 40k email that I have, which is me, myself, and 40k, all one word, and is A-N-D, it's all one word, 40k is 40k, at gmail.com. If you want to give any suggestions, hints, or if you want to be even be considered as a, a chat-along host on the channel, apart from all that, yes, it's going to be a goodbye from me, and a goodbye from Amber. Bye. Bye everyone and see you next time on Me, Myself and 40K.